Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello and welcome back. Happy Monday after Thanksgiving. If you celebrated Thanksgiving, I hope you had a wonderful day. We had a pretty chill Thanksgiving over here. I didn't feel super great when I woke up, so we watched a movie. I did end up cooking a nice little meal for us to have, and I was also dog-sitting my friend's black lab, so we got out a couple times to take the dogs out, and all in all... It was just a very, very nice day. In fact, it's been a very nice couple of days. I really took pretty much all of Thursday and Friday and then Saturday and Sunday today off, which has been super nice. I don't tend to take that much time off. And I mean, I've pretty much taken it entirely off. I've been working a little bit on my book and doing some Voxer messaging with some of my clients, but you know, no client calls, no, no really in, in the weeds work. So that's been just so nice and refreshing. And I hope that you had a nice few days as well. All right. This week, I didn't actually plan on talking about this topic, but I've just had this kind of desire or pull or inner voice telling me to just, this is, this is it. This is, this is the episode that I want to put out today. So if this episode lands for you, then it's for you. Because again, I was going to talk about something else that I'll end up probably releasing next week, but I just, I don't know. It's just kind of been a strong intuition, I guess, to talk about why you should go for it. So if you've been teetering, teeter-tottering on a decision, what you should do, you should go for it. And I want to talk to you today about why you should go for it. And this can be something as simple as never eating on your favorite china because the timing just doesn't seem right or it seems silly to pull out really nice eating wear for just yourself or your partner for a grilled cheese and fries or whatever. It could be your really fancy shoes that you love. I'm in particularly thinking of my Betsy Johnson rhinestone boots. I love them. And I also, I don't do, I don't wear them enough. I don't wear them enough because I'm like, "Mm, that's not the right time. And so I'm right there with you. Putting things off, whether it's the china, whether it's the shoes, or whether it's something a little bit bigger, like making the career leap, like taking the vacation, committing to launching the podcast, deciding to write the book, making a big investment in yourself, going back to school. I don't care what it is. Okay. I I mean, I kind of do like, don't sue me if you're like, you told me to leave my husband and move across the country in that episode. So I did it. And it was a horrible decision. (laughs) Like, Don't come at me for that. But hopefully you're picking up what I'm putting down here. You should go for it. 
There is never going to be the perfect time. There just isn't. And if there is something that you've been churning in your brain, churning in your gut over and over and over, I just, I just need to do it. I just need to have that conversation. I just need to make that request. I just have been really wanting to start that podcast or launch that side hustle, whatever it is, you should go for it. Because I want you to think about where you're going to be in one year from now. And when you think about where you're going to be in one year from now, will you have been thrilled that you started now? Like, think about that. Put yourself one year from now, November of 2022. If you did what you're sitting on right now, would you thank yourself a year from now for getting started? Because you can sit and hem and haw on an idea for decades. You can worry what everyone is going to think until you are in the ground. And that might sound a little dramatic, but that is the truth. I work with women that are from 16 to 70. And they are thinking and fearing the same things. But what are they going to think? What if it doesn't work out? What if it's a flop? Who cares? I want you to think about every single thing you have overcome in your life. Every single thing that you thought would probably kill you. And look at you. You are still here. You are still going. You are still doing it. By you not choosing to do this thing, by you not betting on yourself, you are limiting everything you want in life because your success, your happiness, your everything depends on you. I mean, I want you to think about any of the people that maybe you look up to, people that you are inspired by, are motivated by, people that are famous. I mean, who are they even? I I kind of think of like, Mel Robbins or Gary V, just, you know, those people that a lot of people know and they do talks and they make a ton of money. I'm like, who the fuck are they? Who, what, why are they so special? And sure, they're awesome. They're doing things, blah, blah, blah. But like, they're not that special. I'm not that special. And there's no reason why you can't have that life too. The difference between those people that you're looking up to and you're admiring and you is that they took the risk. It is that they took the leap. It is that when things fell apart, when things got hard, they did not stop. You know, and this is true for me in entrepreneurial living or sobriety or recovery, you know, binge eating stuff. It has never been a linear trajectory. There have been a million times I could have thrown in the towel on everything. 
I still think, I tell my clients this all the time, you know, because there's this fear of, oh my God, but what if I'm still thinking this? What if I still have that thought? What if I still have that urge? What if I still have that craving? I'm like, listen to me. You're probably going to have that until you die. I'm 12 years sober and I'm still like, oh, vodka gimlet sounds nice. This isn't a constant 24-7 thing. It's like pops in and out very randomly. But that doesn't mean anything. You find what you are looking for. And if you are looking for all the reasons why you shouldn't do it, why you can't make it, why what you want is not possible for you, I promise you, you will find evidence for that everywhere. But if you decide to find all the ways it is possible for you, all the underdogs that have made it, all the people that no one thought would make it to the top that are now at the top, you will find unlimited evidence as to why it is possible for you too. And this might be a little cheesy for some of you. Maybe some of you have already turned it off because you're like, okay, we're not like rah, rah, we can do it. Believe in yourself. Hashtag self-worth or whatever. <laughs> but the, that it's the truth, right? Nobody is, is that special. Nobody is that much better than you. There's no, absolutely no reason why you can't have it. Why you shouldn't go for it. And maybe something has come up to your mind as I've been talking. Maybe you've been like, damn, this is the thing. You know, those memes that are like, if you're waiting for a sign, here's your sign. This episode is your sign. You know, I want you to think about what your reason is for not going for it. What is that reason? Because the truth is, I'm going to completely be a hypocrite on everything I just said. (laughs) The truth is, sometimes the timing isn't right. And I'm going to tell you when that, when you're going to know that. You're going to know The timing isn't right because when you think about doing the thing, you completely just want to die. You are heavy. You are terrified and nothing about it sounds appealing. The thought of it stresses you out to no end. That is an excellent indicator that now is not the right time. But many of you are misinterpreting very normal and healthy signs of fear as it's not the right time. Such as, but what if it doesn't work? I don't know if I can. What if I fail? What about the money? What do I do then? And guess what? All that shit's going to be just fine. We both know that. If you want what you do not have, you have to start doing what you are not currently doing. As a human being, you want to do more of what your life currently consists of. 
And if your life currently consists of a certain job, a certain relationship, a certain way of living, you know, eating over all of your emotions, uh, spending money on every single impulse, pushing off every single workout, saying yes to every single request, you are going to want to do more of it. It's not that you're wrong. It's not that you're weird. It's not that something's wrong with your brain. It's that your brain is healthy and functioning and wants to do what it's currently doing. And so if you're currently doing all of those things right now, even if you don't like them, even if you do not like the outcome, you will want to keep doing it because it is familiar. But again, to get that different result, to get a life that you don't currently have, you've got to get rid of the old to make room for the new. I've given this example, but you know, if you have a couch and you found the most beautiful couch ever that you want to bring into your living room, you can't keep both couches. You may like your old couch. It may do the job. It may suffice. It may, it may be okay, but it isn't luxurious. It isn't beautiful. It isn't like a cloud is consuming you every time you lie down on it. It's okay. It does the job. But if you want that brand new couch, you've got to get rid of the old one. You cannot keep doing the same shit thinking, oh, it's going to be different this time. I mean, Jesus, here, I mean, I'm, I'm, I get it. Do you know how many years I spent saying tomorrow's going to be different? Decade, a decade, over a decade. I have the journal entries to prove it. Oh, tomorrow's going to be different. Tomorrow's going to be the day I really make a change. <laughs> and guess what? I did what I always do. I went back to what was comfortable. The hardest part about change is it feels wrong. For me, leaving Portland, launching a business, working on myself, investing in myself, gross. It felt weird. It felt wrong. I did some of it in secret because I was like, people don't do this. This isn't what people do. This isn't how people live life. They just stay happy. They stay content. They stay in this job and they just do, 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 like move through life and they be a good person. And they, that just, that's, that's just the way we do life. We know it. And I couldn't do it. And when I started doing these different actions, when I started doing these different behaviors in the beginning, it was terrifying, but I was also lit the fuck up because I was excited about what was to come, even though I couldn't see it. I had to kind of quiet all that panic and outside noise and really just trust the process and do whatever I could to keep myself as calm as possible while I felt like I was walking into a fiery pit of death. <laughs> but over, I've been doing, I've been running my own business for like almost four years now. And it's amazing. 
It's amazing. Clients that I sign are incredible. The women I get to work with, the women I get to meet doing the same kind of work as me, astounding. Like I want to be in their social network. I want to be around them. And over these years, I've gotten much more confident and solid on who I am because I fucking started. You can spend your entire life watching on the sidelines. You can spend your entire life wishing that were you. You can spend your entire life living okay. And listen, there's nothing wrong with that. If you can sleep at night, if you can feel content and happy with that life, do it. I couldn't. I could not do it. There was a fire deep within me that kept saying, you know what? It's got to be better. It has got to be better. And that thought has gotten me into a lot of trouble. (laughs) But also, I think that it is one of the best gifts that I have. And this is something that every single person I work with also carries. It's got to be better. I know I want more. I'm ready to put myself first. I'm tired of feeling like shit. I'm tired of treating myself shit. I want this kind of life. They don't know how, and it's okay. They just know deep within them, better is possible. And listen, absolutely nothing in this life is guaranteed. I don't care how secure your job feels. I don't care how secure anything feels. Nothing is guaranteed. You know, when you make these investments on yourself, when you kind of start your own business or start a podcast or start speaking up for yourself or start having difficult conversations with your partners or start whatever the thing is that you don't currently do, but you want to be doing, you know, you think, oh, this isn't going to be safe. What if they leave me? What if they think this? What if it doesn't work out? But the truth is... The life that you live is just like a false sense of security. It just feels okay. And in my own experience, there is nothing that has been greater than finding that own security within myself. Because as someone who used to need everyone else's validation, as someone who needed to look put together and perfect every single day so everyone would know that I was okay while on the inside I was screaming. There is nothing better than knowing with 100% certainty you are okay and that's it. No one can take that shit from you. If my business went down, if something dramatic or tragic happened, guess what? I will be okay. And I know this is true for you too. Do not get lost on so much of the details. And as a woman listening to this podcast, you you probably are like, okay, but just like, tell me what to do. Give me the plan. Give me the dates. When's it going to happen? I want to know X, Y, and Z. (laughs) I know. And again, this is what I'm talking about. Like that's your normal behavior. 
your go-to mechanism is like, okay, but like, I need some security here. I need a guarantee. I need to know this is going to be fine. And I need to know that they're not going to get mad. And I need to know that this is going to work out. That is, that's your growth. That right there. That is what you feel like you need to have to be okay. What if that's not true? What if that is a lie? What if it is that one thought? What if it is that one belief that you have been living your life by that has kept your life? It's okay. It's okay. If you want better, if you are kind of at that cusp of like, God, I just don't feel satisfied. You got one life as far as we all know. And there's a lot of messages out there that make people feel bad for being selfish. I mean, Jesus, you can't, you look up all these posts about narcissists and selfish people and uh, I, I don't know, like I got, I got mixed views on this. I feel like, you know, narcissism gets thrown around just like nothing, <laughs> you know, but, but really if I want to play devil's advocate here. And, and I'm not even playing devil's advocate. I do believe this. If you aren't taking care of yourself, if you aren't putting yourself first, what are you doing? Who are you really living your life for? Are you living it in a way that if you just do this and, and look like that and dress this way and say those things, maybe you'll be accepted? Because when you're doing that, You're living your life for them, whoever them are. Like, who is it exactly? Who are the people that you are mold manipulating, contorting, and living your life in a way that you hope that they feel you are okay? For many of you, it might be your parents. For many of you, it might be your peers. For many of you, it might be your partners. For many of you, it might be a figment of your imagination. You're like, I just know someone's judging me somewhere. (laughs) And the truth is, you're right. They are. And the other truth is, no matter what you do, someone is going to judge you. No matter how you choose to live your life, someone is going to think you are doing it wrong. You know, sometimes I look at the map, a map of the world or large groups of people, and I'm just like, damn. We are so small, so small. Your life will pass so fast and you can live your entire life just trying to do it right or you can live your life experiencing life, experimenting, pushing your boundaries, pushing your limits, seeing what's actually possible for yourself because there are no limits. We're all walking around in our own little glass box of expectations. P.S. That is going to be a chapter in my book. And that glass box of expectations is your own personal glass ceiling. And the only reason you're living it that way dressing that way, eating this way, living this way, thinking this way is because that is what you think that you're capable of. That's it. You're like, I can't, (laughs) you can't even see outside the glass 
because you've been living in it for so long. If you want something you don't already have, you have to do things different. You have to think differently. You have to be different. So I just wanted to get that out there. This may be, I mean, I may have lost some of you. You may be like, what the fuck is Renee talking about? What did she, like, is she on drugs? (laughs) And actually, I have a cup of green ginger tea (laughs) in my hand. I just, I feel really strongly about this. I really do. You know, some of the most inspirational people in my life are doing life in a very unconventional way. And this doesn't mean you have to be an entrepreneur. This doesn't mean you have to blow up your entire life. There is nothing wrong with like a nine to five secure freaking job at all. That's not even what this is about. This is about what else is it that you want? Like if you think about your relationships, if you think about your finances, if you think about how you spend your free time, what do you want? What do you want for yourself? How do you want your life to look? When you look back at your life, what do you want to think about it? Like, and I just want you to live in a way that is true for you. For you. And the truth is, you truly living for you may be wanting to live for other people. You know, this doesn't mean you're like a an, an asshole to everyone you meet. You're like, I can't do anything for anyone because I am only living for myself. But the truth is, it feels good to do things for other people, right? Like you may be taking care of a sick parent and it may not be an ideal situation. It may not be your hashtag dream life. But you know what? This is exactly what you want to be doing with your time. Indiana is not my dream state to, to live in. It's just not. And you know what? This is exactly where I want to be right now. This is exactly where I want to be right now. This is the best for me because I have chosen that option. The most important thing is that you like your decisions. And the more you make decisions that are in alignment with yourself, the stronger that conviction becomes, the easier those choices get. When you've been living your life for everyone else for so long, when you start having your own back, it feels fucking hard and wrong. And then the more you do it, it becomes a no-brainer. So again, a little bit of a tangent. I hope you liked this episode. I hope you got something from it. And if you didn't, I guess it wasn't for you. But come back next week and I'll have another episode for you to check out. All right, my friends, thank you for being here. I'll talk to you soon. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.